0: Their bulk section is dope AF.
1: I love their their
0: variety.
2: It's
3: two o'clock on a Wednesday. When you hear the trippy music, you know what time it is. Here on Mutiny Radio, it's time for Some Call Me Tim. All right, uh, welcome to Some Call Me Tim. Today is 4.18, to timestamp it for you peeps, 4.18, it's almost 4.20. We have Juwan Rubin on the program today yes, to do. talk about what's going on. Jawan, I haven't met you before, but we have friends in common, so I yes. I trust. I trust that you are a, 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 if you want to listen you can, it doesn't matter. I'm I can hear the trippy music behind us. Nice. Uh so
4: Yeah, we w- never met before. We've never
3: met before. Yeah.
4: So but I don't you know. you saw I the post? Know, saw the post on Facebook on Bacon. Uh Bacon is uh I don't want to tell too many people about Bacon because I like to keep it as exclusive as possible. Of the, uh,
3: the seven thousand five hundred people that yeah. are part of Bacon. Yeah, it's super exclusive.
4: <laughs> a lot of fucking people. Yeah. And then there's also, uh, yeah, there's a there's a Google Doc of all the uh, different shows in the area. So if you're a comedian and you want to know what's going on and go to Bacon and find out, you know, if there's an open mic near you. So, yeah, I saw your post and. Uh, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm down to do a little bit of radio or wh- whatever we got going on here. I guess yeah. it's a podcast and all that.
3: Yeah. Uh, it, we're, not, we're not terrestrial, but we are on the internet. So uh, so on this show, the first thing I usually have you do is look deep into the eyes of Sparkle Jesus. All right. And, uh, and I ask, do you believe in Jesus?
4: Do I believe in Jesus? I, be- I believe there was a, a man historically named Jesus ah. who came from Nazareth. That's historical. That's in, uh, you know, that's in his history books. Uh, as far as everything that's that goes on in the Bible, I also believe that as well. Really? Yes, I do believe the, everything that was going on in the Bible.
3: Like I'm, Noah and the ark and yes. Jonah and the whale?
4: All that, all, all that. that. All s- right. And so, just to pre- uh, preface this, uh, I am an actu- I am actually a minister really yeah awesome <laughs> so this this conversation uh of, of, will of, be interesting
3: yeah absolutely well i i used to be a religious sell what does so, that mean um I was, I was one of the kids. I was on fire for Jesus as a child. Oh, like, you're a Jesus. Freak. I was a Jesus freak. I was. <laughs> I went to Christian school. I was. I was all about my 33 year old invisible friend that I got to talk to all the time. Nice. Solving all solving all my problems. Nice. Uh, but I went. I went to. I mean, I was in a Christian school for kindergarten through seventh grade, and uh, really involved in the church until, uh, college. So, okay. I what happened in college? Stories. Well, uh, yeah. So what happened was we got had turned a, out, huh? well, we had a big, we had a, and I was, no, I was, a, I was a virgin until I got married. Um, okay. I mean, I was very like, I didn't want anybody to see me naked. That was weird. Jesus shamed me into okay. that whole, into not getting an STD. Thanks Jesus. High five. High five. Um, on so, oh, it's great. But, um, we had a mega church kind of in a very rich town and our pastor who we revered and thought was this amazing person, um, he basically was sleeping with all the women that he was having one-on-one counseling with. Wow! And so he would be on the pulpit and he would talk about his three children and his wife and how much he loved them and all this stuff. And then he was having sex with like, they didn't know if it it was between nine and 18 women. Wow. Who were all, and he was like saying, he was sort of using God as a way to get them to do it. Like, I have to help. I, like I'm the go between between you and God and it was Gross. kind of like right terrible right so when that happened like my whole world just sha I was like everything I believe in is lies
4: wow it took us one guy having uh, maybe halfway consensual sex with 18
3: women right and it was like but it was that I had been taught to revere this person right like and so it just for me that was rough
4: Yikes, I'm so sorry that had to happen to you, you know?
3: I mean, it was, <laughs> but I'm a much, I'm much better as like a crazy feminist than I was as a as a religious zealot. I was annoying. I was like one of those, like, f- walk up to you in the mall and be like, you need is your life going to be are you going to be saved by jesus christ like is everything going to be okay with you like i'm worried about you and i don't want you to go to hell and so for god's love of the world he gave his only begotten son and we should talk and people are like whoa yeah. on fire for christ get out of here
4: nice nice but that
3: was you know i don't do that
4: anymore. you don't do that anymore so yeah. so that was the defining moment for you gotcha yeah yeah i mean um yeah what, what do you want to know uh well I mean, was- I mean
3: whatever what makes you oh so you you believe that like God exists and has a plan for your life and that yes. you're a tool in his cat tool toolkit like sure. I want to know what like how you
4: well so with- well let's let's start at the very beginning okay. so the very beginning in the beginning you know God made heaven and earth so we have to define who God is first so I think what happens is uh, um, a lot of people so I, okay so let's go a little bit further back so Plato right uh-huh. plato was a, a a philosopher the uh the f- the founder of all science really right now right and what he said was that the word doesn't matter it's not the word that matters it's the idea behind the word oh. that is re- that's real the words aren't real words are the way that we communicate with each other but the idea so if i t- if i say uh if I say the word chair, you might think of something that has a back with four legs, right? But a horse also has a back with four legs, right? Right. So it's really what goes into your mind. And so what happened was, now fast forward, Hollywood Uh, basically gave us images of who God is because there's because in the Bible it says no one has ever seen the face of God nobody has right right Uh, Moses saw a burning bush a couple other people saw visions or whatnot but then no one's ever seen the face of God no living person and so when you think of the idea of God uh, Hollywood has kind of painted him as this big you know white guy with gray hair in the sky right right, right.
3: the Zeus kind of thing yeah the so Zeus-ian I God. think that's
4: kind of where it came from right is they try to you know make it make sense but really if you the the idea of God is that he's omnipresent he's everything everything is God mm. me I'm God you're God this you know the walls are God everything is God right and so from there
3: the space between atoms
4: right The space between atoms. Because like,
3: that's the weird thing is is you're sitting in a chair. Right. But that chair is basically a bunch of empty space. Right. Because if you look on the, you know, cellular level and atomic level, there's all this space in between these things that are moving around, yet that's a chair. Definitely. So it's like the space.
4: Yeah. And I actually, I have a book on my website, juanrubin.com. So in my book, I talk about this where it's that God is just a life force and you can call it whatever you want. I may call it God. You may call it God. Somebody else might call it the Force. Somebody else might call sure. it Mother Mother Nature. Someone else might call fate. it Allah. You know, fate. You know, sure. whatever. These, these these are just words that we attach to the idea.
3: Did now? I, I, I this is a technical question, but in Revelations, uh, John in his visions never saw God. He saw the beast with the six six. No. He saw the headed things. He saw the saw crazy stuff, like a bear frog or something. But and it's funny, no um, God.
4: Um, you know, I don't know, you might want to Google this, but most, a lot of ministers don't preach on revelations because John the Revelator, <laughs> John the Revelator, he was, uh, <laughs> he was actually, yeah, he got, he got banned, right? And he was on this island by himself with his servant. So he technically didn't write revelations, his servant did, huh. and he secluded himself in a cave with a bunch of uh, incense and other things going on. And that's how he told his his servant to write revelations. So a lot of reason why a lot of ministers don't preach out of revelations. Some do, but not a lot of them do because technically John was
3: high. He was high, yeah. He was smoking that that cave fungus. Some weird cave fungus that has like... That's how he saw the visions. Sure. Well, and they say that When Jesus, when people try to scientifically reconstruct some of the miracles, and and now with the legalization of marijuana, what a miracle. But they say that cannabinoids and cannabis were grown at that point, and when the Jewish Priests, they would be anointed. They weren't just like anointed with oil, like a little on your head. Right. They were like physically dipped in these huge vats of oil that had like all of these herbs and things going on and like yeah. probably cannabis. Yeah, yeah. And so because India was right there.
2: Yeah.
3: And that I mean, it was growing around. I mean, it, things moved around. We know that there were trading routes and whatnot. Yeah. But so they'd literally like anoint them. And so they'd yeah. have visions.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Because they'd. I don't know, emotionally and physically prepared.
4: Yeah, and that, and I hopefully I don't get in trouble for saying this, but I mean, nowhere in the Bible does it say for you not to smoke marijuana. Sweet, right?
3: Well, it says body's a temple, and yeah. I guess but smoking but marijuana
4: is... is good for you, That's so true too. you know it's kind of helping your temple. It's not destroying it, unless you talk about like car- carcinogens and all that. Then in that case, you do like a vape pen or you sure. do edibles. Yeah, but um, yeah, there's nothing real. There's nothing technically. A- wrong with it it's just you know you have these traditions like i i grew up in the baptist church so oh. they're very rigid very uh, but you're not a baptist. baptist minister i am a Baptist you minister. are
3: a baptist minister yeah. wow
4: well i'm yeah i'm licensed through the baptist church wow wow <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm eclectic my views are very because yeah
3: you already that's pretty mind-blowing with the platonic chair theory <laughs> and uh but yeah so you're a baptist minister yes ma'am that's great so but You worship, you never swear. You don't.
4: So I do swear. So, I mean, so okay we can go into actual scripture if you want i mean like the when jesus says to refrain from using profanity if you look up the word profanity profanity just means any words that you use that will make someone uncomfortable or 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 demean them in any way right so if i'm if i'm in a conversation with someone and i know socially it's uh these are quote unquote cuss words and actually let's even back up a little bit more why are these the f word and the sh word bad words if you know Right. So I had a psychology teacher. He's, he studied linguistics and he told me a story. So I'm going to tell you the story. OK. It basically goes like this. So in England. Right. Because that's where English comes from. In England. Before England was in a country. There was two uh, uh, major tribes and they were at war with each other. Right. And so. One of the tribes, uh, which we, we can call them English, on their armor during battle, they would write on their armor, fornicate and defecate. Huh. Which basically meant that they were going to rape your women and crap all over your land, right? Right, sure, sure. So in retaliation, the other tribe wrote on their armor the same thing, but in their language, fucka and shitta. Huh. Right? And so, needless to say, the English tribe won and so that became uh, the other tribe became the forbidden language you weren't supposed to speak that language yeah and so when you talk about like are you know Baptist conservative Baptists? Yeah, technically, you know they they don't cuss. A lot of Christians don't cuss, quote unquote cuss. Uh, but that, that's just a misconception of what you know profanity is. Right. right? That's just the forbidden language. Well, so if I'm talking, so fast forward. So if I if I'm talking to someone and I know socially it's not acceptable to use those words, then I'm not all you know automatically going to use them because I know I might be pro, uh, be profaning them. Right. right. Um, however, if I'm in a conversation and someone's dropping an F bomb, SH bomb, then that gives me free range to do it as well. Cause I know it's not going to offend them.
3: Right. And there's also a, a cultural context. When I hear people, when I'm on the bus and somebody has hip hop music on that has very bad words in it, mm-hmm. I don't say anything unless there's children. And mm-hmm. if there's kids, I kind of put like the moral kibosh on it. I'm like, can you put your headphones on? There's kids. Yeah. Like yeah. just because well, that's I don't stupid swear in, in f-
4: general. I shouldn't be playing music.
3: Well, I don't. I don't. I don't swear in front of children because I don't think it's appropriate. I feel like these are words that we get to use when we're adults because we understand the language and we know how to use them yeah. and we know context. And so I don't want to do them in front of children. Yep. So that's the only reason. So it's, it's moral. It's more like an I don't know an integritous ethical stance on swear. But I swear. Oh my god. Yeah. Like I'm a, yeah, I do stand-up, so I'm yeah. constantly swearing yeah. and talking about profane and ridiculous ideas. Off
4: top, yeah. yeah. And when I first started doing com- I've been doing comedy for about seven, eight years now. Oh, so wow. When I first started doing it, I wasn't a minister, so... I you know my comedy is a little more raunchy, and then when I came and became a minister, it's like well, okay, I should clean probably clean this up, you know, clean up my acts, and sure. it was a very difficult thing to do, to you know not use profanity and not you know not not go off the cuff with cuss words and even just the subject matters, you know, having to change subject.
3: Well, matters. when you write sermons, you write a whole sermon every week, right? You write an hour or half hour long speech.
4: For the most part, I, either either I write it manuscript or I just write notes.
3: Because you you've got got a captive audience you can if you can write clean material you can do a 30 minute set every Sunday that's great <laughs> basically for, twice for two different two different shows 30 it's minute like sets that, yeah. I mean come on that's great
4: it's kind of like that's that. that's super yeah. cool I mean but it has to come from the word but yeah I mean yeah, but I, I you do, can make, I throw jokes in there
3: I have tons of jokes about feminism in the bible yeah. Ruth and Esther let me hear one okay um, <laughs> so you obviously know the book of Ruth so I don't have to th- there's, there's two books in the bible that are specifically named after women and so right. I figure Ruth as a feminist yeah. I should you know do a little study into those. So what I learned um, from the book of Esther Mm -hmm. is that um, what you have to do as a woman is have a hot rack and not look Jewy. So her name was Hadassah. Uh They're like, oh girl, you gotta cut that out. You gotta, your name is not Hadassah. Your name is Esther. They basically put her in with the concubines of the king after he, he he kicks out his queen Vashti because she won't dance around naked in front of his drunk buddies. And then he's like, I'm gonna get another hot bitch up in my crib. And then he's like, you know, change your name, don't be Hadassah, be Esther. And then she saves the entire Jewish people, how? She good at puzzles? Is she like, she's an incredible vocalist, she's an amazing musician? No, she has a hot rack and doesn't look Jewy. That's basically what I learned from the book of Esther. Thank you, God, I know exactly what to do with, I know exactly what I should do as a feminist. That's uh, awesome. Thank you. See, that you was, get it because oh, I, you read yeah. the you've read the book. So yeah. when I do that joke, if people don't have any biblical knowledge, they just yeah. look at me blankly. They're like, "We don't care. We don't get it. We have no context yeah. for what you're talking about." I
4: wish I had that joke uh, before I was a minister. I did a, um, <laughs> I did a fashion show. Uh, I did a um, I did a private show, <laughs> and I did about 15 minute set um and i actually had dinner rolls thrown at me at this <laughs> church event you know what I mean? and i i made the joke uh, let he who is without sin throw the first dinner roll and, and like they just came flying i didn't know who threw them it was it was an interesting moment because that's i'm like hilarious. you guys are christian what are you doing throwing dinner rolls at me if you don't like my comedy that's one thing but don't don't you know now was wow funny. I, I guess maybe I offended them in some kind of way. So Actually, I was a minister at that
3: time. <laughs> this is the thing that, this is a strange biblical question about um, Jesus oh, gets big on people about calling someone fool. Right, so it's right. kind of like that.
4: Just like Proverbs, too. It's
3: like that's the super, is that like the judgiest thing you can do is to call someone else a fool or a foolish? And I'm thinking, though, as comedians, Aren't we playing the role of the fool or is that linguistically different? The fool that he's talking about is not like the Shakespearean fool. Right, right. Which like, so is it, which, like, what did he mean by? Right. And why did he take such a like, great offense about calling your like it was in the beatitudes like don't ever call anyone a fool it's the worst thing you can do
4: yeah you know beatitudes cool
3: and i'm like really
4: yeah um well first off you know uh it, it, people get a lot in trouble a lot with scripture because the danger is is that the king james version or any of these other versions they're translations sure. right so as a minister what i usually have to do we, when i'm getting into a scripture is i have to translate it back to the original language right because depending on where you are if you're talking about jesus then that's the new testament so it was written in uh, Arama- Arama- uh, aramaic and hebrew and so depending on you know what scripture it is you have to translate it back so that scripture i probably have to translate it back to hebrew just to see what word fool because he might be it might be two different types of fools sure right um and so uh, that's number one number two is um uh, You remember that, you know, we have the Old Testament, the New Testament. At the beginning, God made Adam and Eve, and he made them in his image, right? So uh, when he made them in his image, basically he made them perfect, or at least as perfect as he could uh, in the physical form. And so our our goal as human beings were always to be a a a reflection of God and his image and almost the perfect being that he is. So when you who when when you're live up to that Exactly. So when you're <laughs> foolish, <laughs> then you're not being you're not on the high wisdom of God. So when so when Jesus brings up I'm not 100% sure as I haven't studied the scripture but when he talks about the fool he's probably talking about the fool in Proverbs because Jesus references the Old Testament a lot right so he's probably talking about the fool in Proverbs when it, the fool in Proverbs it's always it's always the difference between wisdom which comes from God and foolishness which uh, is not not just that you don't have wisdom but you don't have knowledge either
3: right well and it's it there's a a, a carelessness of thought it's that it's being it's Foolishness is almost impulsivity because if you were going to think about things, so it's almost like he's warning us yeah. against being.
4: Yeah, uh, think before you speak, think before right. you think do. Before you but act. not even just that, think and then also pray to God for the wisdom so that you can think clearly.
3: But isn't that just an argument for like meditation? So that's the thing is if you're praying like. Because when I was little, I literally believed that, like, Jesus, 33-year-old Jesus, with his little stigmata, is sitting next to me on my bed, (laughs) petting my head, and I'm like, oh, the girls don't like me. And he's like, it's okay. Everything's cool. And I'm like, but I don't know why everybody doesn't like me. And he's like, if you could just shut up a little bit, people might like you a little bit more. But Jesus, I don't. He's like, nobody likes to know it all, Pam. Come on. You know. But it's... And the question is, as a child, was I truly... But in my belief, that was there. like, Yeah. And, but that's not, that's almost like, when I was a child, I thought like a child, and now I'm a man, and I've put childish ways behind me. Off-top. And it's like, so, does Jesus, I mean, that's so weird for me, because it was like, I think, I was little, and I believed that that was real, and now I'm an adult, and I'm like, when we die we're fucking dead like that's it there's (laughs) no there's no 12 mansions in the sky (laughs) there's no riches piling up for me it's kind of all here
4: yeah well when i first uh before i became a minister for about three years i was really deep into the word and trying to like really uh get right well not to say get right just i was curious enough to really study it right and so that's kind of why I prefaced at the very beginning that, you know, the the word doesn't matter. It's the idea behind the word, right? So, you know, to me, I'm praying to God, but to someone else, they're meditating to to get nirvana. But I mean, or someone is speaking something into existence as well. Right. You talk about the law of attraction, right? Sure, so sure. So if you, if you say, I want this to happen, and you, you think about it in a positive way, the law of attraction says that it'll come your way. Right. Now you can make those parallels is that just the universe, you know, giving you what you asked for because you were thinking about it or, or that and, and saying it because the law of attraction says you actually have to say it too. Sure. It's the same as, as prayers It's pretty much uh, in that,
3: the same realm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and th- the other thing is that like when you're negative and in a bad mood, people don't like you. And so you probably aren't going to get what you want. Yeah. Like the nicer and better. And Hey Jesus, turn the other cheek. Yeah. Locked instead up. of picking up a stick, Or a gun, you can like empathize and and be calm because nobody can force any reactions out of you. It's how we react to the situation and putting wisdom into your reactions. I think that's where otherwise, because if we're just being reactionary all the time, then 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 what then yeah
4: w- you have to respond not react you know because re- reaction is at the very minimum level of physics right and we're a little bit above physics because we're sure. able to study physics right un- unlike the trees who just adhere to physics and they can't do anything about it
3: right <laughs> yeah you don't you don't uh
4: yeah they can't study physics you don't feel they just, the wind you
3: f- you hear the tree yeah <laughs> um there's This is a So how old are you Are you 33 You're a little older I'm just curious
4: uh, Yeah I'm in my uh, 30s
3: Oh yeah Because uh, Jesus did all his ministry In his 33rd year And I think that's very interesting And Specifically that it was just This one year Oh crap And it's yeah. 33 is this great Kind of thing So uh, my boyfriend Just turned 33 And I wanted to have Because he's also Very religious uh, And I wanted <laughs> so to he's have
4: religious Which you're not No no he was oh, He's he was. also
3: Now he's like He's super into punk rock And he's like Fuck God Punk rock uh, is dope Yeah I love but um. Rock so for first, 33rd birthday I wanted to have a party and he's like I don't want a party so I was like fuck but I, I came up with the ideas for it it was going to be all Jesus Jesus themed so I was going to make one called Pearls Before Swine and they were <laughs> going to be little pearl onions wrapped in bacon and then like with some herbs so like with um, okay. herb. so like I take like a rosemary and stick it through the pearl onion and then roast it and then put some bacon around it and so that would be one Pearls Before Swine okay. and I wanted to make I wanted them all to be biblically themed so I wanted to do five loaves, two fish. And so I'd wanted to do two fish in a salt crust where you take the whole fish and you put it in the salt crust and then you make it look like a fish on the outside and you crack it open (laughs) and have like, and bake a bunch of fresh bread, like five loaves. I just thought it would be really cute, right? To have like a Jesus themed (laughs) 33rd birthday party food thing. And he was like, that's really darling, but we don't have that many friends and nobody will get it. they will be like, why are you? And uh, for a week I was like trying to come up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus themed food. It's really funny because of all the parents. It's like the seeds in the... Don't you know the seeds in the in the in the uh, rocky path? You put, yeah. you plant your seeds. You don't just—it's the same thing. He talks a lot about restraint. You don't just throw your seeds willy nilly wherever and go. Oh, I hope something grows. Yeah. You have to take the, to the seed, yep. nurture the seed. Maybe even germinate it first. You yeah. gotta nurture the soil. You gotta build your land. little put, do the whole thing. Plant it. Put on the fertilizer. Don't throw it on rocks. Yeah. Don't. Why would you? Why would you have expectations of anything? <laughs> I, I really love the parables because I love allegories and I think any fable being told as like I feel like that's what's wrong with kids these days is we're not teaching them moralistic anything it's like Disney is teaching them morals which is terrible we don't want why are we giving Disney all the power over shaping our children where it's like but the parables and allegories it's great stuff you know like the you know, don't and build I, your house in a sandy land. Don't yeah. build it too near the shore.
4: And that's what, and the, that's one of the reasons why Jesus spoke in parables, because it, it helped people unlock their minds. You know, um, metaphors and all that. The, just the beauty of, of linguistics. That's what I, I really love. Uh, I actually I teach <laughs> I teach a public speaking class and a writing class, um, like five or six hours a week. And cool. Yeah, I, I try to let them know about similes and all that stuff. And it's it's interesting to see how kids, you know, they somewhere in their brain they get it right but they they can't put it into words what they understand or what they get right and so you know you bringing that up is is that makes a lot of sense and and it, even just you know i'll have kids do you have kids no okay well i hopefully you know i don't know one day i'll have kids or maybe not i don't really care at this point but uh you know um yeah, so kids like um, one one thing that I, I want to do is I I don't want them to be in the school system cuz I I just I feel like yeah. yeah, like it's a it's a babysitting system, right? yeah, absolutely That's kind of where it came from when when the industrial revolution hit, all of a sudden now people are going to work uh, 9 to 5 whereas prior to that people owned a farm or they owned a business right. and they just worked whenever, you know. Um and so when they were in the factory from 9 to 5, couldn't leave the kids needed something to do, so that's where K to, K through 12 came about. Wow. And so I've been teaching you know, I I've been teaching for about six or seven years as well. And when I first, the first time I started teaching, I was like, why are we teaching these, these kids, these outdated things, Right. you know, it really, Or are teaching
3: to the test, which yeah. is so dumb when no child left behind anything. No, they're not. Cause they're not, there's no critical thought. I, no. I thought that George Bush's. I was. A, I was a credentialed school teacher from 97 to 2001. Right. And I got out because I saw what No Child Left Behind was bringing in, oh, and really? that was taking away critical thought. Everything went from test taking. It, huh? it went to test taking. Wow. And fill in the blank, and and fill in the simile. This is to this is this is to this. You know wow. that kind of stuff, as opposed to reading a story and and considering the themes and applying those themes to your own life or yeah. like all of that was just wow. gone. Creative yeah. writing, gone.
4: Yeah, I graduated 04 so I probably saw the tail the end of that but um, yeah, when I was... Um yeah, when I was in high school, I, I went to a pretty cool high school. So uh, shout out to James Logan in Union City. Um, very, it's a, it's a college preparatory school. So they still made us do that, and I, I had a really hard time. Like I was telling my kids the other day, like I had a hard time understanding English, just because I was a mathematical thinker. And everything you just said about like um, analyzing themes. It just didn't make any sense to me because in math, there's always one answer.
0: Right. But when
4: there's, when you're reading a book, there might be multiple themes and I couldn't grasp the concept of there being more than one theme. Sure. But it really helped me when I figured it out in college, really, uh, my mind just opened up and just, I started, I started seeing things from different perspectives.
3: Exactly. I think that the only thing that's going to save the world right now is, uh, fiction stories literature is good literature written about people who writes
4: good literature well anymore?
3: i i think that Stephen <laughs> i think i think that Stephen king is going to be known as as one of the literary greats one day because his short stories are really incredible but yeah. when you are writing in even a first person narrative and it's somewhat like Stephen King can write from a woman's perspective and he does it amazingly. He can write from like a racist's perspective and mm. it's totally great. You can he can write from a misogynist perspective. He can write from a crazy person's perspective. Yeah, he wrote a lot of books. He's written oh my god, he's written like crazy so many novels. And then all the short stories and everything. He's, it's just it's mind-blowing. But I think that's what can save. The reason that we people don't, why can't we just all get along? Mm-hmm. Is that we are unable to empathize with one another. And right. one of the ways that we can teach empathy is through fiction. Off top. Because when people are reading a story, mm-hmm. you get that intimate. Like, you're the character.
4: Right, right, right. It's your
3: brain. Or you're there, you know, like, you're there as you, but you're also there as what the author wants you to do.
4: Well, frig, it's it's also, it's a dangerous uh, situation now, because I don't know if you heard, but, like, kids have, they just have, like, iPads and laptops in school now. So, now they're they're still reading, but they're reading pixels, right? So, what happens is with your brain is that, you know, you have two hemispheres of your brain. The pixels only activate one side of your brain. Oh. Right. Whereas when you read when you read actual print, there's actual ink. Right. And so okay. your brain is picking up not only uh, not only just the words, but the calligraphy of the words. Sure, the and, font. And yeah, yeah, the actual font. And so you use both hemispheres of your brain. Sure. well, Because so it's, it's a
3: picture. It's it's yeah. either it, a letter is one symbol that is a picture. It's a yeah. picture symbol. And when you're reading it on a screen, it's a hundred t- tiny little blips of light yeah. that become a letter. It's yeah. like, instead of one image, it's multiple images being one image. It's yeah. pretty mind blowing.
4: Yeah, it is mind blowing. And, and that's, and that's one of the reasons why I think kids don't want to read anymore. They're kind of gravitating towards doing, uh, looking at video or looking right. at film.
3: Uh, and it, it's just, it's, it's vapid consumption of images. See, That's the problem yeah. I have is that,
4: but they're smart as hell.
3: I know, but they need, but, but we can teach them at, when they make pictures in their own head. That's only going to make them smarter. Right. Like the idea that, TV and movies and visual images or what they kind of gravitate towards. It's because mm-hmm. it's easy. Because mm-hmm. when you read a book, you have to take those little symbols and you have to put those symbols into words. And then you have right. to think, oh, what does that word mean in which language? And what does that mean? And then you put them in sentences and then they create pictures in your head. Yeah. There's a lot of higher order fucking thinking going on yeah, when you reading. Yeah. You know, and so that we're... We're losing that. And that's scary. And then we wonder why kids don't care. We wonder why we have a president who watches TV all day and doesn't read books and doesn't actually study (laughs) because I already know everything. We don't. There's so... So you're not a Trump supporter? Oh, God. Well, how how could I be? How could anybody (laughs) in California be? Are are you?
4: Um, I like to think of myself as a Trump empathizer.
3: An uh, empathizer. Yeah,
4: not a, I'm not a 100% a Trump supporter, but I do empathize with with him.
3: But he's he's an egotistical maniac. He's out of control.
4: Most guys are, you know. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I. But
3: Obama wasn't. He was so humble. Obama and intelligent. was an actor. He
4: was the he was the best actor we've ever had as you president. think so? He should have got an Oscar. But he's
3: but he was a, he's a constitutional <laughs> lawyer.
4: Yeah, lawyers are actors, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> but I, I
3: I believed him. I believed everything he said. I believed definitely his wife. I did too. I believe his children. I, I
4: did too. I, I and know him. I voted for him the first time, just to say that I voted. So first first of all, I don't actually believe in democracy. So what do you mean? I don't believe dem- I don't believe democracy. You know, I going back to Plato. Plato said democracy can never work
3: because we're we as people are too stupid.
4: Yeah, because dumb people are going to vote for dumb people. So right. you know the because right. it's actually, a
3: popularity contest. Because democracy yeah. is popularity contest
4: at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be for the people, but I mean, so what do you want
3: an aristocracy? Do you want to, do you want to do you want to get back to kings and queens, or
4: no, no, no? So Plato actually mapped out this government that has never been implemented, yeah. um, and the reason it can't be implemented because it kind of probably needs to start at the very beginning of time, I think. <laughs> so, um, so, the, so he basically said the perfect city-state or perfect government um, is the same as a perfect human being, right? So a perfect human being needs to have his rational, uh, so rational, righteous mind. Controlling the irrational spirit. Which controls the weak body.
3: Ah, uh, okay.
4: Okay. So he said, as a city state needs to be the same way. We need to have the, not just the smartest, but righteous as well. You have to be righteous, as in righteous and just.
3: Who decides that's, who's right? Because that's, that's the hard part. Because when the righteous people are usually self righteous and we're like, fuck yeah. you. And then they're hypocritical as fuck.
4: And the righteous ones, you don't even know that they, they exist because they're so humble. Right. Exactly.
3: <laughs> because they have quiet integrity and they yeah. don't sh- wave it up in the air and go, look at me, look at, look at, I just tipped $20 or, you know, like what I just gave, like Jesus in the church or what I, I just gave $100 to the church. It's like, give, give quietly, give up your heart. (laughs) Don't, don't give seeking reward. But now it feels like people only give seeking reward.
4: Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: So yeah. ah, but then yeah how do you measure righteousness?
4: I, that's that's the Harper that's probably why the government has never been implemented because how do you who it has to start at the beginning of time right so who how do we change the our government to that government? I, I thought it'd be a very difficult process but to finish just so the the uh, so the righteous uh, rational thinkers need to control the irrational army, which controls the masses of people who really deep down in their heart just want to be told what to do, which is like 90% of the population. Oh, yeah.
3: See, but I never want to be told what to do.
4: I hate so that. So you're probably part of the 10% that doesn't, you know,
3: that's, that's in
4: charge. Yeah, the righteous and rational. Yeah. You're tec- I mean, but look, I was a, but know. I'm
3: a woman. So at the time he was only talking about men at the time. Cause it, yes. Women didn't even have, we weren't even people.
4: Yeah. yeah. Technically. Yeah. And then his protege Aristotle said that you're not a perfect, he went a step further and said, you have to be, you have to be a man to be a perfect human being. You actually have to be a man. You have to be tall. You have to be rich. I think that was, and you have to be um, <laughs> attractive.
3: But rich in spirit is different than, than actual money. How how important is money to you? Just that's a random question, but how it goes
4: important to important is money to yeah. me. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I don't I don't really like money. I don't people really enjoy on a scale it.
3: from like it's just little pieces of paper that float through my hands, and you're just like nah, nah, to like. I save and I'm totally saving up for this or I've got like, you know like every penny I'm accounting and I, my checkbook is always balanced.
4: <laughs> so yeah <laughs> a little bit of, so a little bit history of me so I went to school for economics and accounting. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and But I always had theater in my heart right so I did theater on the side you know and I ate up a lot of my units doing theater which I shouldn't have done but I enjoyed it and then once school was over to keep my acting chops going I started doing comedy and then I started getting a fan base and I said oh well I'll just keep doing this thing but uh, so my day job what I do during the day um, is I am a financial broker so Whoa. <laughs> yeah mind-blowing I do so but, many but things right being
3: a minister isn't a day job
4: no, that's a life job. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. People call me in the middle of the night to go pray for their, their sick aunt who's in the hospital. Whoa. So, you know, that's an, that's all, that's 24 that seven. Yeah, but stop. you,
3: but it doesn't pay you enough that you can just be a minister.
4: No. <gasps>
3: that is so sad that you've dedicated your life to the church and you don't, do you get a free place to live?
4: No. <gasps> <laughs> pro what bono do you Get out of it uh, You're a pro bono spiritual, minister spiritual uh, uh, compensation:
3: you're a pro bono minister. I thought that the whole point of like being a minister or being a priest or whatever is that you got free room and board.
4: That's the problem. And- what yeah, that's the problem it,
3: it, what i don't get that because Be- people think that
4: yeah because or- people think that i mean G- jesus jesus wasn't poor like we have this image of him being poor but he wasn't poor he just always people always gave him stuff from his from birth they gave him gold and a bunch of bunch of crap right so he was always well off he just would he would preach that it's you know it doesn't mean anything it's not it's meaningless but it, it does it is, so that's why you ask how important is it? It's like well, in this in the world that I live in, it's a ten out of ten. Ooh. But um, you know I don't care for it that much. Huh. But it is important because you have to you have to live and, and survive. So it's it's somewhat Im- important. I wish it wasn't so important in the world, but it is. So in my in my own life, is it important? Yes, but I wish it wasn't. You know, so I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. So. Th- and as a financial broker, um, yeah, so I have a lot of clients um, and I got to say I can't I have to be confidential. Yeah, with absolutely. stuff But um, basically, yeah, I teach them on how to save properly, and how to invest properly. And there's there's certain things that you just have to do um, that the rich fat cats are doing right now. You know, when Trump said I don't pay any taxes, you know why he doesn't pay any taxes? Because <laughs> there's certain accounts that you can put your money in that's Aww. completely tax free, which is what I teach my clients to do, which is what I do. Right. So I mean, it's it's I, I, I just I know the rules. I don't quite believe in the rules But they are the rules, you know, right. what I'm saying if I have to play basketball Then I might as well play it the best I can and know all the rules, know the rules.
3: that you makes know? sense. See, I think that money is what is Tearing us apart and that is what is that is what is absolutely wrecking humanity is that especially as Americans, we feel like people only have worth and value that's associated with dollar bills. And when you say worth and when you say value and when you say values and these kinds of things, they should be esoteric. They should be Uh, they should be part of your we don't believe in a soul anymore there should be (laughs) integrity that's like the the whole thing that's been making me crazy is when little kids are like fake it till you make it i'm like no Uh, learn practice do (laughs) practice discipline discipline practice learn
4: but look how many people are financially successful from just faking it i mean i I mean i do hip-hop and like in the hip-hop industry right now it's like you don't even have to be a good rapper anymore you just have to just look like you have a lot of money and look like you you know and and do something that's extreme like dye your hair a rainbow color or something like that and, huh. then, and then have a crazy social media presence and then you can be a successful rapper nowadays wow. you know it's very is it, yeah, it is what it is you know i
3: no no <laughs> I, I get it, it i mean this way I,
4: but oh back to what you're saying though the bible actually doesn't say money's the root of all evil
3: it doesn't it does who came up with that
4: it actually says <laughs> the love for money is the real
3: Oh, okay. Of
4: so that's, that's why the world is where it is, because people are in love with money and not in well, love with themselves or God. They're in love with money.
3: But it's the, also that people are judging each other based on how much people who don't have enough money aren't people. Right. Like when Trump says that he wants to give everyone on food stamps drug tests. Uh, uh, excuse me? Like, wh- what are you... Uh, or that everyone on food stamps is going to get now like a box like a box of food like so they like they're not worth worthy enough I've to make their own a choices. Lot of
4: he's saying lately.
3: But it's like <laughs> it's saying that these these people over here these poor people they're not smart enough or good cuz if they were smart and good at what they did they'd be rich by now.
4: I don't know if that's what you saying. I think
3: I, it's that I, poor I, I, people aren't people. Cuz they can't buy because if you're a good American you're a consumer and you buy buy buy. And mm-hmm. what makes you a good American yeah. is by buying things in and being a part of the economy. Mm-hmm. And thick. Our government does not respect esoteric gifts. They do not mm. appreciate artists.
4: Right? And yeah, you know, art artists, artists getting out of the school system now. And
3: now, and now it's saying that hip hop saying, yeah, dye your hair rainbow colors and say bitch a lot and, and look like you have money. And now you're a hip hop artist. You're an artist.
4: Yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting that you say that. But um, yeah. But I here's what I think Trump was trying to say because when I first went, so you know, when I first went to school uh, in college. You know, I came from, you know, uh, I went to a high school that was near Oakland in San Leandro, and so I, you know, I, I went to uh, Logan first three years, and my last year I went to San Leandro, and before that I hung around a lot of people from Hunters Point, oh, yeah. and so I kind of got turned out in a way where I was like, oh man, f everything, and like my my whole demeanor changed. everything you know, I just I was hanging around certain type of people that were just, um, you know, ghetto or a hood or whatever you want to call it, right, and so. Uh, I remember when you know when I first got my financial aid check, right because it was from the state of California, right free money. I went to the mall and bought clothes, right? I know a couple guys who bought Jordans, you know, $200 shoes, you know? Yeah. And so, which I think what Trump is trying to say is that there are people who do abuse the system. I was one of them. I abused the system. And huh. I know a lot of people who still abuse the system. People who don't really need food stamps but still, you know, but take them.
3: everyone should have access to food. That's
4: true. But, I mean, and, what and he's saying, then the, then food is one thing. But if you're giving someone money and then they go
3: use it for drugs. Yeah, that's the problem. Right? Then
4: that's I think that's what he's trying to with
3: with food stamps, you have to you can only buy food. I mean, unless you like yeah. s- sell them illegally to someone, be like, I'm going to take you food shopping, yeah, but <laughs> some you people can buy do that, yeah. <laughs> you can buy thirty dollars on my food stamps, but give me twenty dollars worth of drugs or yeah. whatever. I'm not sure how people work that kind of stuff. But I mean, I'm on food stamps, yeah. and I say there's no shame in the game. If you're like, I'm I'm an artist and I don't get paid a lot of money, so yeah, I. I, and I feel like I deserve to eat food
4: for real. I feel you. <laughs> like, so I feel you. So yeah, I, so that, that's why I go back to the, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a Trump sympathizer. I'm not really a Trump supporter, mm-hmm. but I am a Trump sympathizer. Cause I, I, I I one at one point in my life, the the media ra- ran my name through the mud. Really? Yeah. So there was. Can you, is- will you
3: talk about that? What happened?
4: <laughs> I don't really like talking about it, oh, but I yeah, I guess uh, you know, I guess it's time.
3: What did you? What, what <laughs> do you mean? You ran? They? You got publicly slandered?
4: All right. So here's the story. I guess um, this is my first time really saying this publicly, and so everyone's probably gonna gonna hear this and. Yeah, if you Google uh, Juwan Rubin, J-A-W-A-A-N, last name Rubin, R-U-B-I-N, By the way, my last name is Rubin, which is a Jewish name for uh, uh, Ruby or Yiddish for Ruby. My first name is Arabic. So I'm actually the peace of the Middle East. Right. right? Cool. Because there will never, ever be an Arabic first name and Jewish last name ever. And my dad didn't know that. But anyway, so if you Google (laughs) my name, Juwan Rubin. Uh, So what happened was uh, my sophomore year in high school, um, what had happened was is that I... um, I, I was on the basketball team. I was on the freshman basketball team, uh, my freshman year, and I was balling out of control. I, I you know, I I averaged about thirty points a game. And, Damn. Yeah, I was kicking ass. I was I was all over the place, and then so my sophomore year, um, there's a little issue. My my dad didn't like the coach at that time. I don't know. Do you know anything about Levar Ball? No. Okay, never mind. Okay, so anyway, um, <laughs> so my I only dad didn't follow did, the Warriors. Yeah, my dad didn't uh, like the coach because uh, of something. My brother was there four years before me, and you know he had held on to some of his letters from different colleges because my brother was um, getting approached by different colleges and the coach held on to the letters (gasps) didn't give it to him until like the end of his senior year by then it's like oh yeah too late you know and so my dad was really mad at him and so I didn't want to go to that school for that purpose I was like can we go to can I go to a different school since you don't like him why would you send me to a school that you don't like the coach whatever so anyway my freshman year I'm playing on the freshman team and I'm scoring 30 points a game you know doing my thing. And then next year, um, you know, I got, I got asked to go to the varsity tryouts. And then the first day they sent me to the JV tryouts, uh, the next day. Right. And so from that, um, so when I told my dad that, you know, he got pissed off. Because he, he
3: wanted you just to be on varsity. Yeah. He yeah.
4: You should be a
3: sophomore. Yeah. You should play. Yeah. Yeah.
4: He got pissed off. It was a lot of politics involved, but he he got pissed off. And then, long story short, he told so he told me not to go to the JV tryouts. And I'm like, you know, in my heart, you know, I'm I'm 15 year old kid. want to play. I just want to play. I don't really care where I'm playing. You know, if that's the case, if he doesn't feel I'm good enough, whatever. But I didn't speak up for myself. I was a really quiet kid when I was younger, so I didn't really speak up for myself. Um, I didn't go to, uh, I went to the JV uh, practice and my dad found out and then he got mad and told me to come back. and So I had to leave uh, within ten minutes or whatever. So he got really pissed. Anyway, so two days later, you know, I'm, I'm walking, I'm walking to class at, at school and you know everyone's approaching me like hey you know what, what your dad uh, sued the school Whoa. and i'm like what so i'm like no i don't think so so it was all in the newspaper um in the, lo- the local news and it and then the story got so big that it ended up on hbo with uh brian Gumble.
2: what i mean the
4: story got huge and then i remember one this is this is pre-google right Then Yahoo was still the search engine, right? Wow. So my junior year, one day, uh, my junior year, I am. I'm Googling myself just to see what... I'm not Googling Yahoo myself right. just to see, you know, you know what's, what, what I would see. And there's just like 50 articles about that lawsuit, right?
3: Whoa. And I'm just
4: reading through it and like some of the things some of these uh, journalists were saying were just so untrue. Wow. Just so untrue and but they're trying to sell a story or whatever they're trying to do. There's just well, so What untrue. was the
3: story? Is that you're a stuck? You're like, you think you're the best player? Yeah, you've got such an ego that you're like, I'm not going to play on JV. Yeah,
4: they're saying, oh, let's... This little whiny kid. We're gonna sue
3: them to get you on varsity.
4: Yeah, they thought it was all me. They're they're they blaming me more than than him. And then they're then they're like some some journalists were saying. You know, they were just the way they are describing my dad physically. I was just like, dude, you don't have to say all that. You know, like, just, I don't know. They were, were you
3: just- pissed at him for doing that?
4: my dad yeah Yeah, i was pretty pissed actually that's why i I left the house at 18 and just didn't want to come back and i ended up coming back and then i you know i started reading in the bible and how you should honor your mother and father and have forgiveness and so you know that's kind of how our our relationship mended but thank you know praise god for that you know for me you know because now he's 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 on his way out you know Uh He's, he's a lot older so i'm glad we mended and we had a good time before this but anyway um yeah, Did you so, get to
3: play basketball?
4: Yeah, so we ended that's why I had to go to San Leandro High to finish out my year, but it, you know. So that's why I, I empathize with Trump cuz I have been in that situation where journalists or reporters are reporting stuff that's not 100% true and they're just trying to like throw your name in the mud or, you know, and they don't care, you know. I don't I've never met these people. Was
3: that was that tough? You got really I'm sure you were incredibly popular. Was that scary that like everybody knew who you were? Like everywhere?
4: Uh, yeah, it was a little scary, especially in the basketball world, because now it's hard for me to get into college and play for um, play for coaches, because oh, they're like, they're like oh, this little, I don't want to yeah, touch oh, you, because right. I don't know what's gonna happen, I don't want to get sued and all this. Did so. you
3: did you go out to college on a basketball scholarship? No,
4: I did not. Oh. I did not. so yeah, that kind of derailed a lot of stuff. So
3: was that what you when you, you what you wanted to be when you grew up? You were like, I want to play in the NBA.
4: No, no, actually, my dream was always to play in college. So I eventually oh, okay. I did play in college. So I lived out my dreams. Cool. Actually, at the you know at the age of thirty, I've done a lot lot of things that I wanted to do so now I'm as as a 30 year old now I'm like okay What's the next move? Because I've done a lot sure. of fun, cool stuff in my life. And I've pretty much done everything I wanted to do when I was a kid. Now it's like, okay, what's next? You know, what do I do next?
3: You didn't want to be like Jason Kidd. You didn't nah, want to be like not really. Curry, It you know,
4: didn't make sense to me to play 84 games a year. Oh. Like, I just thought that was stupid. You're
3: like 12 games cool, 16 yeah. games fine.
4: I, I mean, high school is like 28 games. 28 games. College is like 35. Yeah. But like 84 games a year, like... Oh. Who in their right mind would do that to their body? Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah, your body's a temple. You can't pay me enough to, like, you know, be, not be able to walk at 70. You know, sure. Well, and
3: you it's the no same people. thing with football players with all those traumatic oh, head injuries, and, and it's terrible because. Yeah, they, I question
4: my mind now because right. I, I hit my head a bunch of times when I was playing basketball before the movie Concussion came out. So right. I, in, the n 2 a sent me something in the mail saying that there's a lawsuit that I'm going to get paid for it for the concussion stuff. So that's cool. Wow. It might be like 20 bucks or something like that. There's just so many people who played. But, you know, I, yeah, I think I questioned some things going in my mind. I'm like, man, you know, like I, I, I probably had a bunch of mini concussions just hitting my head on the floor, you sure. know, getting knocked down.
2: Yeah. Crazy.
4: That's why That's why LeBron James spends a million dollars a year on his body, just to keep his body in shape.
3: Well, LeBron, I can't tell you, I, I, I gotta say, I was so happy on Sunday. I haven't been more happy on a Sunday, <laughs> watching the Cavs lose <laughs> to the Pacers. I mean, it was like a blowout. I'm like, they're up on 19 points? Yeah! <laughs> Suck it, LeBron! Oh, oh, was it gonna be your ninth year in the finals? Oh, the ninth year? Blah, blah, blah. I can't wait for this to be, he's gonna <laughs> (laughs) finals eight years in a row give someone else a chance go do some acting buddy remember that movie you were in like go do that give someone else a chance
4: oh man yeah i don't know we'll see what happens um, you yeah. still a big
3: basketball fan, though? I mean, not uh, really, no. Really?
4: No, not really.
3: Mm-mm. So, you don't care that much about the Warriors right now?
4: I mean, no. I, I'm i so happy that the Warriors are doing what they're doing because I, I when I was a kid, like, you know, Warriors coliseum down the street. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I've been to games where it's just like, oh my God, we're getting killed right now. Yeah, we weren't and so just, great in the Yeah, movies. dude, just well, to watch that crap. And now to see that they're, they're killing it, it's like, it's, it's an amazing thing to watch. And yeah. they play good basketball, too. Absolutely. They play really good basketball.
3: It, it, the psychic pass is, is coming back again. Which okay. I love the psychic passing. What when, does that mean? That's when one of, like, Clay's looking this way, and then he throws the ball that way, and oh, someone, okay, okay, like, okay. something happy with Dolls, like, of course I'm right there. Like, something <laughs> happens, like some ninja moves, yeah. and then the psychic passing.
4: They're well, well oiled uh, machines. Oh, yeah,
3: I love that stuff. Yeah. I love basketball. When I was little, I grew up in, in Danville, so we would come over all the time and see. So A's, you went to games. a
4: mega church in Danville, yeah, California. Yeah. There's mega churches in California. Well, they
3: were like four thousand. I mean. It was huge. That was, I mean, wow,
4: I didn't even know that existed.
3: There were like 4,000 people in our, uh,
4: does that church still exist?
3: Yeah. CPC community Uh, Presbyterian church. C
4: I'll Look it up. That's interesting.
3: Yeah. Uh, and it was Ron Lee Davis was the name of the pastor who just shook me. Cause I was like, it's gross when I was, when I was (laughs) little and I remember going to Sunday school and stuff and, I was always the questioner. I'd be like, but why? But what's the point? And my teachers, would they, they would get kind of mad at me and be like, you just have to accept it. And I was like, and they kept saying, it's all based on faith, okay? Like, so yeah, you've got to, yes, there is a leap there. There is a question mark that you just have to go, uh-huh, I believe. It's like that book by C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity. And he goes through and he's like building up this big argument and then the end of every fucking chapter is, it's faith. She's got to believe.
4: I know. And you know what? I grew, I grew up. Um, I actually grew up in the uh, in the in the Baptist church, right? So I didn't really believe any of that crap until until after, like in college. It took huh? me a while, but I had to go because my parents made me go, so I, right. I would go, whatever. But that was my argument: is that every question I ask is because God did it. Like that's yeah. it. Right. Like, can I, can I get a little bit more? Sure. So it took me like studying philosophy. To get me all the way back because I, th- I think that's what we need to do for children if you're going to put them in the churches st- starting from Plato all the way to now you know because Plato came before Jesus Christ so or was it after. I think it was before. I think it was before uh-huh. Jesus Christ, and then he comes, and then you know you have the Judea law and all that ever stuff, you know. And that's that's the thing about the Jewish law, or the New Testament i mean, the Old Testament—is that these these are laws. Not the laws aren't there if you don't do these laws. You're not going to heaven. You're going to hell. That's not what the laws are there for.
3: They're to keep a good society. Yeah. Be- my, my favorite to Bible have verse. heaven on earth. Uh, Leviticus 20:12. Yeah. One of my favorite Bible verses. If you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. I love to be stoned. And my ex father in law, he was hot. My ex husband was black, and his dad, Big Austin, he's a good looking guy.
2: If I was gonna sleep with
3: him. Yeah, we should get stoned from the. He's giving me some of that good '70s weed, bro. Like, no, it's a. I mean, I get it. There's another thing like people say in the, in the God hates fags or whatever, and it's like, okay, well, if you look at the Old Testament contextually. <laughs> when the Jews were being overrun by everybody. Like, everyone's fucking with them. They're slaves, and they're stealing their children. They're stealing their little boys and putting them into sex slavery and all this kind of stuff. Of course you would say, like, if a man lies with another man, it's terrible and it's an abomination. Because because what was happening to them, right. they were being raped and pillaged constantly by everybody. <laughs> And they're like, you know, it's the other one, Lot's wife. Like when the, oh, when the angels it. come, and he's like, no, 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 take my daughters! Don't rape these <laughs> angels. These angels are good. Take the daughters. But they didn't they're like their hot. sons. They're hot. They, didn't, they didn't like their sons being raped. They didn't care about the daughters though. They're like, eh, see, put that. Oh yikes! Yeah, you should do biblical jokes. I, you have a whole captive audience.
4: You're. I don't know. I don't know is it
3: offensive do you find it it, do you think it's offensive I just don't find it funny
4: yeah I don't find biblical jokes that funny unless I'm like making fun of the Christian religion then it's like okay I'm not gonna do that right right I don't know biblical jokes like you said people do need to have a reference right they don't need a point of reference and just because someone's in church doesn't mean they know the bible and that's that's true too so like yeah so it's like I mean I don't I don't really do biblical jokes like that I did have a a, a whole bit on how Jesus would be a terrible roommate.
3: (laughs) Keeping inviting his friends over, people with leprosy. Come on,
4: Jesus! Come on, Jesus! Why keep bringing these people over here? Unless
3: it's unless it's tax collectors and prostitutes. I mean, (laughs) everyone knows that's a fun time.
4: Like that's a party.
3: It's party, Jesus.
4: Or you pick up a rag and like, Jesus, did you use my rag? And you're like, don't you lie to me, Jesus? I see your face right here.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Biblical jokes. Uh, Yeah. Uh, we, we have about five minutes left. What do you want to? Uh, what do you want to? Other b- beliefs. Yeah, plug. There you yeah. go. How big is your congregation?
4: Uh, it's, uh it's about four hundred
3: wow! people. But
4: there's only about maybe one hundred and fifty active members, like people who actually show up. Right. So we have a lot of people in the catalogue, but they don't always show up. They so. show up at Christmas and Easter. Christmas and Easter, oh, yep, yeah. Yep. Um but yeah, so uh some seamless plugs. Um yeah, so um so I, I you know, I make music. Um so I have a couple shows coming up. I have, culturally I actually,
3: culturally conscious hip hop? or is it like <laughs>
4: culturally conscious it. well like yeah I guess so
3: like you know you say nice things instead of you're like drink a smoothie do some
4: push-ups <laughs> or like, like good like good yeah, things instead of, being like, yeah. instead of being
3: like suck my dick yeah. on your knees
4: I, I'm more I'm, yeah I'm more into uh, 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 George Clinton's um, oh, notion cool. of uh, edutainment
3: oh that's great yeah
4: yeah so it's a mixture of uh, education and entertainment and so I have maybe one song that I'm just doing like rap cadence uh huh um, but it's not like I'm putting anybody down. You know, a lot of rappers they say, "Oh, f you, f you, I'm the best, I'm the best." I don't really, I don't really do all that. Cause I try to stay as humble as possible. But I do, you know, I do talk about different subject matters. So if you go to JuwanRubin.com, um so I have uh, all my music. One of my favorite songs on, on my uh, on my website is called "E People." <laughs> e people just just about like it's it's basically about you know people who are you know not real anymore right. They, they, everything is e email e this e right, that right. e cigarette and yeah. S- yeah. <laughs> and so now we have right. e people people who just don't want to get off their screen. I have a line I have a line in there talking about you know uh, selfie whores uh, waiting for a, a like on their post why there are babies in the corner asking for their, their baba and their mama. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know. it's, that stuff is sad that we're so it's, it's ego. Like, can you imagine like when we were little, if we had a Polaroid camera and we took pictures of our food or whatever we wanted we'll say, <laughs> and we put it on the wall and then we invited all our friends over and we're like, come over and, touch the pictures that you like like put a <laughs> sticker on these pictures so that I can feel validation about myself and what I did today yeah. I mean it's insane that yeah. we that,
4: I'm uh, actually working on a bit right now about how you know because there's studies that came out that likes hit the same part of your brain as cocaine and sugar <gasps> does, right? Wow. So people are just addicted to likes, you know? Wow. That's why the lady went to YouTube and shot up YouTube. Right. Because she wasn't getting enough she likes. She wasn't getting
3: enough likes in you know, her entire... She needed that likes. Her, well, because because this gets back to religion. The emptiness is so vast inside them and yeah. they don't know what to fill it with that the only thing they can fill it with is validation from external validation. Yeah. And maybe that's the lesson. That external validation is meaningless. It has to internally come from your own choice and volition and light. And it can't yeah. be, I'm doing this to make this person happy, or I'm doing this to make somebody like me. It has to be like just your natural state of being, being. and expression yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And if people like that, cool. If and not, if they it's don't, then you can't.
4: Can't make anyone do anything they don't want to do, right? Right. So, but it's just,
3: that's yeah, So yeah, because
4: we're we're not human doings or human actings; we're human beings. Yeah. So we should be, you know, that's what we should be. But back to the shameless yeah, yeah, plugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so hip-hop. yeah, so I'm doing i uh, I'm doing a hip hop show, on uh, 420. Oh, cool. Uh, it is on one four four five Hate Street. Awesome. So it's a 420 show. Okay. So is that at Milk Bar? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I I don't know. so well somewhere on hate somewhere on hate yeah and then um uh, so i don't know it's a big festival so i might i think it's in the grass (gasps) or somewhere
3: oh that's neat you're doing the 420 festival is that what that is well it's in the on hippie hill at 420 and all that there's tons of people okay like 10,000 people come out for for, for 420 they put a big stage out there and but if it's one four four five hate it's probably at milk bar
4: probably Here, keep maybe. plugging it yeah I'll look for you. okay so I got that on 420 one four four five H Street uh, come out it's between 12 and 6 uh, come on out I'll probably go up around 4 okay uh, 4 or 5 and then also um, I've started working with uh, a new artist so I'm I do I do music for other artists as well so um, his name is Marcel uh, so start looking out for him he has a show on Sunday May 27 2018 with another artist that I'm working with named Naki uh, Moalo you you can look up Naki Mo- Moalo on YouTube she has some really good reggae music it's 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 really off the chain uh, but if you want to follow me um, so that's Marcel and Naki Moalo you can follow those two people but if you want to follow me um, my YouTube channel and my Instagram is both under awesome multimedia so that's O S O M multimedia all one word and then my Snapchat is under J A Y D U B A R J the bar uh, which is uh, the the person I went up under uh, before I rebranded myself. So before Ah. I was a minister, I went by Jay Dubar because I come from such a Christian um, family. I had to change my name if I was gonna be doing like raunchy comedy and raunchy music out Absolutely. there.
3: Absolutely, yeah. Awesome.
4: And then jawanrubin.com, J-A-W-A-A-N-R-U-B-I-N.com. You can find out all my shows, all my music, um, all my YouTube uh, videos, everything, um, yeah.
3: What is, I don't understand Snapchat. I don't even have a smartphone. I'm too old for all these things. Mm-hmm. What is Snapchat? So Do you believe in it? It's good, you Snapchat, can have a lot of followers.
4: Snapchat from the uh, individual standpoint or from the brand standpoint?
3: How you? How do you? Do you find it an effective tool of social media?
4: Yeah, I use it. Uh, I use it for for work. I use it for business. You know what I'm saying? But like. I, if I was an individual I mean a lot of people just kind of I don't know what they, the heck they use it for because the thing about social media period when I fir- when Facebook, Facebook first came to me I was like what the heck is this this is stupid why would I do this but then when I started you know working for myself and not you know not really working at, at a job or doing a job and kind of doing comedy and all the other stuff I was like okay this is a good communication tool right, that's right. the whole point of it right. Snapchat Facebook all that stuff it's just a communication tool so so the way snapchat works is that you get about a 10 second video now you can do longer but uh, when it first started it's only 10 seconds but they're you know they'll they'll chop if you do it all the way through they'll just kind of chop through but anyway um yeah so the I mean and I've,
3: people like to th- you say like hey I'm gonna be doing this show come out and see me and then you yeah. like give them a line you're like boo, boo, boop
4: or right, whatever right 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 so yeah so I'll, I'll plug something I'll say hey I got this going on at this time you know um, you know and then all my followers will see it if they want to so you have an option of seeing it if you want so there's a there's a list of uh, all your people that you follow, and then when as people are posting, you can click on if 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 you want to e people all yeah. of your e people all the e people, and then you can DM uh, direct message people, but it only lasts Through Snapchat yeah, but it only lasts for like a a day or Why 24 not hours. Why just
3: text? I don't know. see the thing I don't understand is like, we already had the technology for all it we had phones that text and right. we, like we need to have a vi- I have to have a video i just i don't even well get it. i'm I mean, too old i get it I get
4: yeah it. i guess i mean i don't know you know what think about think about if you want to just send someone a video a quick video real quick you know i would
3: never do that. i don't even, oh, I, don't okay. even have, I, I don't even have i don't even my phone doesn't even have my phone can take pictures but barely. Uh. like i can't it has a voice recorder that's terrible like it's well, it's a dumb phone look at this it's
4: Okay. Here's a good. It doesn't even
3: attach to the internet.
4: So here's a here's a good one. So when okay, how about this? So when I was um, when I was looking for a house with my with my brother and we couldn't go go see the showing at the same time i'd use i just take a quick snap and say okay this is the bathroom hey this is the living room this is the outside okay. and then he can kind of see it real quick and then it goes away now the the point i mean the point of it disappearing in 24 hours is so that no one can no one can steal your content basically oh yeah cuz if you put it on oh, facebook someone it's there can rip they can
3: it. yeah it's there forever and and yeah. you actually have a product see all of our podcasts here are free so i'm like take them do whatever right. you there's already free Like, just share it with people. I don't care. Like, I mean, content, I mean, Find me, fairy angel. Scoop right. me up out of obscurity. <laughs> Find me. Take it. Yeah,
4: because on YouTube, if someone goes to your YouTube page and sees a video, they can rip it. They can just, they can uh, download it. It's, it's not legal, but there's, yeah. a, there's a certain tools that you can do to just rip their video. But on Snap, you can't do that. You have that, you don't have the possibility. But if you have a picture, right, with the smartphone, you can take a screenshot of the picture. Now, the thing about that is if you take a screenshot of someone's picture they get a notification that you did that
3: wow well that's good though because I would think that the main purpose of Snapchat would be showing your dick to people
4: that was I, I don't know if that was the reason why but that when Snapchat first started that's what a lot of people were doing because
3: it just disappears yeah so it's like ah ha, ha, ha.
4: yeah you got to see it but now it's gone right you know? that's, that's just
3: weird to me yeah. um, so everyone go to jawanrubin.com and check out his upcoming shows yeah when are you doing comedy you mentioned all your hip hop things when's your next comedy gig
4: I oh. don't know you know I don't know I've been doing open mics just working out material starting you know because I I came from Orange County um, about three years ago and then when I came back I kind of was you know just doing open mics because I I needed some new material some new stuff and so right now um, you know you just follow, you know, if you follow me on Facebook or on uh, Instagram, um, all the, you know, the names I gave you for my Instagram and Facebook, basically, you can find out when I'm doing an open mic. Because a lot of times it's just kind of, it's pretty random. But as far as a, a comedy show, I mean, like, this Saturday, I mean, this Friday, uh, for my 420 show, that's kind of what I, I started doing was I, I would... Um, I would mend the comedy with the music. Oh great. So it's like I am doing a, a set, but it's not just a set. Sure. So i will do some jokes, but then now a song comes. sure. Then sure. I'll do some more jokes and then I'll, now another song. That's you know? great. So it's kinda you know, I, I it's not purely stand up comedy. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it that.
3: It's and it's more pal- palatable for the whole audience because not everybody wants to listen to jokes. All the, time. All the time,
4: not yeah. really, yeah. but um, I I'm open to doing some some uh, more shows. So if anybody is um out there that wants to put me on a, one of their gigs, I'll, I'll go for it. But um, yeah, I mean I, at this point, it's just it's it's the music, and then as far as comedy, I, I think I'll, I'm booking out shows in the next couple months. Some of them will be comedy shows. So I have
3: I'll, an idea, and I want you to do it with me, possibly, and we'll definitely. talk after. One of the playoff games coming up with the Warriors, it would be uh-huh. fun. To to show it, we have a digital projector to huh. project it on the wall and then do our own commentary, do comedy commentary <laughs> yeah. on top of the to Warriors game because I, I, got I funny totally things to say. right. And there's, there's 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 really funny. I mean, and when doing basketball commentary is really fun because it's yeah. like really fast and all these things are happening and and there's a lot of like it's almost like sometimes they're shit talking each other, but you know they aren't because they get it te- technical. But I've right. seen Draymond be like,
2: "Fuck!" Like I've
4: seen be <laughs> I mean, like
3: Draymond. Yeah saying fuck again
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm super down to do that. That'll be uh, fun and hilarious. One of the things I do when I when I watch basketball, is I, I watch it on mute most of the time yeah, yeah, because the commentators suck. Yeah. They don't know what the heck they're talking they're ta- about. And they're talking
3: about weird shit like yeah, themselves. When yeah. like, well, we had that barbecue last yeah, week, I'm like,
4: remember that barbecue what we went are you to
3: talking
2: about?
4: You guys. Like, dude, I don't care about that. Talk about the game, dude. Yeah. So yeah, I'm always down to, uh, to to put some of my own commentary on there. That'd be hilarious. Because
3: yeah, we'd, we'd basically just do it live on the air like this, but watch it and have people come in and it could be
4: really That'd be fun. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I'd be down cool. to do that.
3: Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much. You have been an amazing guest. Best. Awesome. And I'm Thank so you. and anytime I know you, you want to come back. That, no, no, I don't. Um, you you're it's great to have real Christians on here. And awesome. the ones that have been on have been knocking it out of the park. Awesome. All the atheist comics, it's like, okay, it's like tell me something new. Right.
2: But th- this was
3: great. And whenever you want to come back, you it's always have an open invitation because this was a really, really great one and I'm awesome. super stoked. Thank you guys for listening to Thank Some you. Call Me Tim. Uh, again, check out JawanRubin.com and uh listen to other things on Mutiny Radio. We've got four open mics a week here. Come on by, visit us. Sundays 4 to 6, Mondays 6 to 8, Thursdays 7 to 9, nice. Fridays 6 to 8. And uh, try to come through. Yeah. We'll be back next week with uh, Devora. And I know I'm not supposed to pronounce the D or something like that. <laughs> it's uh, Devora Kesslan or something like that. She's a comedian. Uh, thanks again, everybody. Bye.
6: RUN! <laughs>
0: street between 8th and 9th and at 473 hate street at Fillmore. both locations are open until 10 p.m every night spark staff looks forward to serving you
5: coming at and all these snitches hitting switches going
0: For all your space chicken sci fi comedy non political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2120.
1: 21- I. Uh, Oh shit! Can I just just hit this?
3: iPhone. All we need is an iPhone. Hey, everybody. Uh, if you are listening to Mutiny Radio, you just turned into some call me Tim. Today's going to be a little bit different on some call me Tim. Uh, my guest, I don't believe is arriving today because I just anyways, let's get to the point. I have these amazing wraps that uh, it's called hot, dirty P and the sheriff. Uh, I am Hot Dirty P, Pam Benjamin, and the sheriff is the sheriff of truth, Latoya Sharif Wynn. And we together made this whole grouping of songs. I'm going to play them all for you today. It's our album. They are all political. They were all one-offs. We did them live on the spot during the AltaCast, and we're trying to put them together in a way to get them out to more listeners. So, thanks for listening to Some Call Me Tim, but today we are going to listen to the new hot album still not out we're gonna drop it soon hot dirty p and the sheriff this was our first song susan olson
1: uh, trump support i i think trump supporters are funny to me really i don't think we should take them off the air all the time okay. hold
3: on i'm gonna this is a this is a rap, rap background we're gonna rap to it <laughs> we'll get a little bit beat little pussy. Let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on. What a snake in the grass. You are, you lying piece of shit. What? Too cowardly to confront me in real life. You do it on Facebook. You're the biggest faggot ass in the world. Biggest uh, pussy, uh, pussy, pussy. My dick is bigger than yours, which which ain't saying much. What a true piece of shit you are, lying faggot. I hope you'll meet your car Pathetic little cut you are. Her? Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. Uh, Hell okay. is waiting for you. Enjoy. What? <laughs> waiting for you. Enjoy. Enjoy. Slowly. What? what? Slowly. 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 Slowly and painfully. My name is Susan all Susan Holzade. What? what? Susan Holzade. Susan Allside. They call what? me Cindy. Susan. What?
1: Make America great
3: again Making
1: America great
3: What a pathetic little cunt you are We're gonna see what happens uh, <laughs> here. As we, uh, we're gonna bring up. Uh, we're gonna start with a little uh, West Coast gangster rap in the background, and we're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens. Here. God, I, I, I'm gonna love this already. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. <laughs> Is it going? It should be going. It should be. We should be hearing it. And I do. Oh, can you put four up? Yep. There we go. <laughs> Here, we'll start it over. Okay, here we go. Here we go. These are... Ariana Huffington is unattractive, both inside and out. What? I fully understand why her former husband left her for a man. What? For a man? For a man for a man Arton Huffington is unattractive Go inside and out. I fully understand why her former husband left up for a man. He made a good decision. Making good decisions. 45, making good decisions. 45, are you still alive? Making good decisions. Merrill Street. One of the most overrated actresses in Hollywood what? Doesn't know me but attacked last night at the Golden Globes Uh-uh. She's a Hillary flunky Who lost big She's a Hillary flunky Who lost big what? For the hundredth time I never mocked a disabled reporter uh-uh. uh, uh, uh. Uh. I would never do that No They showed him groveling when he totally changed a 16-year-old story that ain't written in order to make me look bad. <laughs> bad, sad, just more dishonest just, media. Oh, it's fake. We made a good decision. Did we make a good decision? I said no. I didn't make a good decision. if I don't like
0: a good decision? What if I don't
3: like? Can you imagine what outcry would be if Snoop Dogg's failing career and all had aimed and fired a gun at President Obama? How? Jail time. Jail time. Jail time. Negroes, jail time. Jail time. time. Snoop Dogg. Uh. Any negative polls are just fake news, just like CNN, ABC, Embassy polls in the election. Sorry, people, want border security and extreme vetting. Turn my mic up, yeah. Want border security yeah. and veterans. Yeah. The life, life. Fortify the life, fortify the Just must more dishonest media, just more very dishonest media. Fake news. I will build a great wall. And nobody builds walls better than me! I said, nobody builds walls better better than than me! me. Believe me, believe that! I will build a great wall! A great wall! And no one builds walls better than me! And I'll build them very inexpensively! I will build a great wall! A great wall! Big, great wall! Not China. And nobody builds walls better than me! Definitely not China, China. you see. (gasps) I will build a great wall. A great wall. Believe me, and I'll build them very inexpensively. China. And I will make Mexico pay for that wall.
1: Oh, Mexico gonna pay. Nah, not today. My words. Uh, not today my words. This is
3: this is my favorite quote. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending the best. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems. And they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. Rape? What? No. When Mexico
1: sends its people, they're not sending the best. They're rapists. And they're criminals like the over office. And some, I assume, good are good people.
3: people. There we go. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's about today. Female body inspectors. <laughs> actually, that is, it's I guess, real. I guess it's it real. Is actually The FBI. Real. <laughs> yeah, it's FBI female body inspectors. Oh. And uh, it's going to, we're going to, we're going to try it. We're going to see what happens here. Uh,
6: Make
3: some magic, yo FBI magic Oh, dancing
6: Teaching you the language of language. Oh. Oh. Uh Let's go
3: Get the beats down Little Dr. Dre in the back I say Dr. Dre for FBI director Dr. Dre Dr. Dre Dr. Dre Dr. Dre puts the shit down Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre. He ain't gonna take no shit from anybody. He's just gonna put that shit down. He's gonna beat down. I recommend Big Bird because everyone in the government is a big turd. Yeah, Big Bird for FBI director. And female body inspector. Yeah, who else would be a good FBI director? I say Ronda Rousey. She gonna put the smack down. Smack, bitch. Oh, Smackdown smack down on everybody. I trust her. I trust Why her. Not? Who else are you going to trust? You going to go Chris Christie or Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> I say no. No way. No FBI. No. FBI. 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 CIA. FBI. 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 Who's going to be in charge of the FBI? No, he's dead, <laughs> he's dead now. He might, we can resurrect his ghost, bring it back. He's going to put the smack down. Oh, he's on fleet.
1: You know what I mean. jobs. struggles with it, too. Yeah. That's what our government does. Yeah, just strangling women? Strangling women. If you want to apply
3: to a job at the FBI, just go to FBIjobs.gov. You could have some employment eligibility, but don't, you probably don't if you smoke pot, you don't see. Drugs. can't smoke pot in the past three years. That's impossible here in San Francisco. Who hasn't smoked pot in the past three hours? I ain't got friends like that anymore. I got them. They did me. Not gonna be a part of the FBI. Not gonna be in a director. Hey FBI. Not This ain't gonna happen. FBI. Who else can we? Who else? Who else? How about Tony Robbins? Tony Robbins. <laughs> For FBI director. FBI, FBI, FBI. He'll say fuck. To you. He'll say, change your life. Say, I'm in charge of the FBI. I'm the director of everything in your life. Give me your money. I'm Tony Robbins and self-help. It's way better than Rudy Giuliani, right? <laughs> FBI. Yeah. FBI. The FBI. Trump's gonna let someone for the FBI because anyone who doesn't believe in his Russian ties, I say, he's gonna oh, yeah. pick someone who really hates Clinton, who's gonna make her go to prison. It's gonna be sad. And it might be great, but he's going to really try to clean the slate with a new person in the FBI. Female body inspector. Who's going to be the leader of the FBI? Female body inspector. Maybe we should have a it's the number one trending cocktail, and I'm sure that it could run the FBI. I'm sure that it can take care of these important tasks. It's salty enough, too. Find the criminals. Prosecute them. Leader of the FBI. Yeah. C-I-A-N-G-E-A. What they got to be? I don't care. What about Charlie Sheen? Yay! I would imagine that there's probably a gun in the school. I would imagine there's probably a gun in the school. Bang, bang, to protect from potential grizzlies. Bang, grizzly bears bang. in Michigan didn't in school, know there were grizzly bears, bears in Michigan. Ooh. Ever heard about calling by? <laughs> there weren't no grizzlies, just a bunch of kids and coats killing other kids. Don't worry, because at least they're buying guns, which is good for the economy, right? Betsy DeVos claimed that historically black colleges and universities are pioneers of school choice. What? That started from the fact that there were too many students in America who didn't have equal access to education. Just, just segregation. Brown versus education, 1954. Not enough education, just segregation. Segregation, yeah. I love homeschooling and charter schools. And all that stuff, cuz it's for Heaven's segregation, not education, segregation. Let's bring it back, let's make America great again. Make America great again, bitch. to read a book, make America great again when the white people were in charge. Yeah, uh, do 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 soft, dark money. My family is the biggest contributor of soft money, soft, soft to the Republican National Committee.
1: By my way in, buy my way
3: in. Buy my way, 47 million dollars. Did it buy my way in, did it buy my way in? Yeah. Okay. I have decided to stop taking offense at the suggestion that we are buying influence. Oh buying to With our soft, soft, soft defense. Oh, now I simply concede the point. They are right. We do expect something in return. For investment. Like a job, like a job, like, I don't know. How about education secretary? Oh, grizzly bears in classrooms. Oh, let's shoot them. We expect to foster a conservative governing philosophy consisting of limited government and respect for traditional American virtues. That word tradition again. And virtues. Oh, she means white. American virtues. She means white. American American virtues. Oh, she, she means white. And we expect a return on our investment. She bought herself in. Bought herself in. She's white. We can. Okay, there we go. So we're gonna be rapping to to the dulcet beat tones of uh, Iggy Azalea's "No Medi- No Mediocre Feet," which I think is what. Kellyanne Conway did is no mediocre feat here. Uh oh. Break it down. What you think about that sheriff? What? Are you gonna are you gonna bring them the truth? Are we gonna bring it? Bring in the truth. About Absolutely. Skinny, skinny little ladies. Skinny rice little cakes. rice cakes. The rice cakes of news. There was an article this week that talked about how you can surveil someone through their phones, through their certainly through their television sets, any numbers of different waves and microwaves? Microwaves. And microwaves? Microwaves. They turn into cameras. Etc. So you just know that's just a fact of modern life. Quick. Modern life. Quick, quick Love. Quick. Quick. Uh, quick quick Kelly and Conway. Quick. quick. Beep, 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 They're 30 seconds, uh. 30 seconds watching you. 30 seconds watching you. Heat up that quick. hot water. Quick. What do you eat? Quick. Kelly Ann Conway. Hot water. hot water. Hot water. Maybe some tea. There's no calories in tea, you see. Oh, no. uh. sorry, Kellyanne. We're watching you. I think the big lesson to the political class is to stop listening so much to each other and start listening to the people. <sighs> political class stop listen to each other you gotta listen to the people they're not listening to each other anyways what could they be talking about maybe microwaves microwave the CIA is after you after you with your microwaves. The microwave. They are actually listening to the people. We're watching you. Usually based on an economic agenda, white working class voters don't buy into this whole biology, chemistry, abortion, gender agenda as much as they want more take-home pay. They want affordability. I want some money too. <laughs> uh, affordability affordability with their abortions usually based on an economic agenda white working women voters don't buy into this whole biology chemistry abortion gender agenda as much as they want more take-home pay yeah equality equality let's ratify the 19th amendment uh, yeah, woman suffrage. <laughs> suffrage. 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 She's out for suffrage. <laughs> I'm watching Kellyanne Suff- Conway knows about suffrage. Um, because they're watching. She's you. white too. She is, and so thin. I thought we always just listen to thin, pretty women, don't we? Just do that. Yeah. They're clearly telling the truth. She is clearly telling the truth. Many Americans are very concerned with the lack of vetting that's going on. Show me your papers Show me your papers Show me that you belong here Show me your
1: papers Show me your papers Isn't that why they signed that new vetting act? Oh no If you don't show the papers, we might
3: think you're a terrorist Donald Trump has addressed many times that his main concern is making sure that we have a system in place that we completely lack now which is those countries that tend to train and export and harbor terrorists where we do not have proper vetting are places where we're going to need to have better vetting and he's made that very clear better vetting is it clear to you now Yay! we did it again, we did it, again! Yes! we did it we're gonna come we up with did our, did our mixtape we did it well one one old man i don't like is uh pence so let's Ugh. see what happens here let's see what happens with All our right. new rep. here we go <laughs> Check. Keep it real. Smoking doesn't, smokin doesn't kill. In fact, I accepted $13,000 from tobacco companies and pro tobacco political campaigns in 2000. Oh, because smoking doesn't kill. Smoking smokin smokin doesn't kill. kill. Smoking doesn't kill. Smoking doesn't kill. <laughs> Cancer is the <sighs> answer. Yeah, Smoking yes. doesn't kill. HIV does. STD doesn't. Uh Hey, but frankly, Condoms are a very, very poor protection against sexually transmitted diseases. H.I. condoms. H.I.P. only comes from the homos. H.I.P. only comes from the homos. Convert them coming from the homos. Sexuality is incompatible with military Hashtag no homo. homosexual is incompatible with the military service Homo Because the presence of homosexuals in the rank weakens unit cohesion Because homosexuals are weak Is that what you're saying? Are you saying homosexuals are weak? I think that's that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying I think he's that's in the possible Keep the rape in the closet, what, what? keep the rape in the closet. Now he got eight. Obviously, this wall, is Walt this is Mulan, Mulan, is evidence that women should not serve in the military. Women should not serve in the military. Don't ask, don't tell. Keep the bitches Mischievous liberal at Disney Assumes that Milan's story Will cause quite a change For the next generation's Attitude about women in combat Bitches with guns Many young women Find many young men To be attractive sexually Great, great. Put them together In close quarters For a long time Rock Turner get interesting Put them together In close quarters For a long time Fingered in the in dumpster Interesting of the story, women in the military, bad idea. Also, homos. Women in the military, bad idea. Also, homos. Brock Eight. Turner. <laughs> Do I believe in evolution? Brock Turner. <laughs> Do I believe in evolution? Brock. Embrace the view that God created the heavens and the earth and the seas and all that's in them. And Brock Turner. <laughs> and HIV and STDs, frankly, condoms are a very, very poor use for protection. Also, global warming is a myth. There, I said it. Global warming is a myth. Oops. Just like the new Ice Age scare of the 1970s, the environmental movement has found a new chant in their latest chicken little attempts to raise taxes and grow centralized governmental power. Gates and hate. The chant is The sky is warming! The sky is warming! I got hate. The sky is warming!
6: Brock Turner! <laughs>
3: And I also don't believe in evolution. That's our vice president. Mm. Yay, we did it again. That's our vice president, Mike. Penn. 2017. 2017. Are we, you hate are much we much? officially saying that Steve Bannon has a small penis? Yes. Is that what's happening? Yes.
1: I always go to the dick. Alright.
3: Is master of spin, Mr. White House Chief Strategist in the Trump administration, 45's main liar, misogynist, racist, homophobe, mm. Steve Bannon Man, Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon Man. Who is he? Oh, he's Steve, Steve Bannon Man. He's Steve Bannon Man. Oh, uh. the most hateful, the most hateful quotes. Hey, that's nigga. A hateful place. I couldn't show myself all oh. that. Uh. Gay rights have made us dumber and it's time to get back in the closet. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. Deep, deep step hey deep deep, deep Steve, Steve Stavanna. Steve Like a guard dog. Uh. Uh. Hoisted high and proud, the Confederate flag proclaims a glorious heritage. White is right. Oh, white is right. We're- pretty racist against lots of things. Oh, Steve, Steve, Steve 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 Bannon. Bannon. Steve, 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 Steve Bannon. Bannon. Trannies whine about hilarious Bruce Jenner billboard. He's still calling them Trannies. trannies. Oh, the misogyny, the homophobe, the transphobia. I can't believe it women unattractive and crazy. I said birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. What? It makes you fat. It makes your voice unsexy. It makes you a slut because it's Steve 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 Bannon. Steve 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 Bannon. Big big misogynist. Big big hater. Uh uh uh. What else? To returns to colleges in September. I said, suck it up, buttercups. Suck it up. Suck it up. Steve, 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 Steve Bannon. Oh. oh, business. Hey, that's hate, Steve Bannon. Hate, hate. hate. Gotta hate the fags, gotta hate the Jews, gotta hate the ladies and all of yous. Suck it up, buttercups. Dangerous faggot tour returns to colleges in September because he's Steve, 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 Steve Bannon. Steve, 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 Misogyny. Homosexuality. Racism.
1: (laughs) He's he's all of it. He's all of it. Yeah, it's, (laughs) Yeah. it's great. Yeah. You just kill yourself. Mm-hmm. I got a gun right here and off yourself now.
3: The solution to online harassment is simple: women should just log off. They're screwing up the internet for men by invading every single space my we have male, online and, male, and ruining it with attention-seeking, needy, demanding, and touchy-feeling form of feminism. Because women belong in the kitchen. Because. Who- against women in tech. They just suck at interviews. Oh, we don't know how to talk. Would you rather have your child have feminism or cancer? What the fuck does that mean? I really want Steve Bannon to get cancer. Yeah, uh, he looks like Steve, Steve he Steve Steve, <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Hey, oh. nice, oh. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. <laughs> Steve, 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 Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. World Health Organization report. Tranny's 49 times higher HIV rate. There's that word again. Homophobia is rampant. Did we mention that he's a White House executive? Oh. <laughs> Did Judy we mention Chico. he's maybe the second most powerful person in the United States? He's got the cold, Misogyny and... Racism. Racism and transphobia Stuff. yeah steve bannon
1: steve steve steve, steve, steve bannon hey nice nigga
3: whoa we did it again <laughs> we do it every, every week. week how do we do it Mix how tape. does it keep happening it's so amazing it's so amazing we're just it's it's incredible Our every tape. week it's coming it's, it's coming something. it's gonna be re- this week's rap is about ben carson uncle tom uncle tom uh we've got some We've got some Cushion Money rap instrumental beat on the <laughs> background. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see what happens. Ben Carson, Uncle Tom, today uh, with Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff. We're here for you. Uh, oh, is it not? I put it in the wrong thing. There it goes. Now it's going. I put it in the wrong one, just like. There we go. Oh. Progressives think he's an Uncle Tom. Mm, Uncle Tom. I'm. I'm not sure I agree that there isn't a fair amount of racism here. Not too much racism. But I said there's not. Not too much racism. Ain't no racism, boss. There, there is, but not where you'd expect it to be. Nope. It's mostly with the progressive movement who will look at someone like me. Nasa. No, and because of the color of my pigment, they decide there's a certain way that I'm supposed to think. Uh, and if I don't think that way, I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom's boss. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle- and they heap all kinds of hatred on me. I'm an Uncle Tom, Uncle and they Tom. eat all kinds of rape hatred on you. And to me, that is racism. What? Me boss? No. There's not as much as you where you'd expect it to be there is but not where you'd expect it to be and they look at my pigment and they decide there's a certain way i'm supposed to think and if i don't think that way i'm an uncle tom uncle tom uncle tom, uncle tom. and they heap all kinds of hatred on you and that to me is racism 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 uncle tom racism uncle tom racism uncle tom. Well, What if on D-days, our soldiers invading the beaches at Normandy had sent their colleagues to be cut down? A hundred bodies laying in the sand. A thousand bodies laying in the sand. What if they had been frightened and turned back? Well, I guarantee you were frightened. I guaranteed you they were frightened, but they didn't turn back. They stepped over the bodies of their colleagues knowing that in many cases they would never see the homeland of their loved ones again and they stormed those Axis troops and they stormed that beach and they died. Why did they do that? They didn't do that for themselves. They did it for you. And they did it for me. And now it's our turn.
1: Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle
3: Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle
1: Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle
3: Tom and they heap all kinds of gifted hatred on you. Hands. I'm an Uncle Tom.
1: Uncle Tom with gifted hands.
3: They heap all kinds of hatred on you. So that to me is racism. Racism, racism, racism. Uh, Uncle Tom. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nature, nation. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nation. I absolutely would not agree with that. I forgot I was black. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nation. I would certainly not agree
1: with that. I forgot I was a nigga.
3: <laughs> Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. And if you know, if any you know, if there's somebody who's of any faith, but they say things, and their life has been consistent with the things that will elevate this nation and make it possible for everybody to succeed and bring peace and harmony. Oh, then I'm with them. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom.
1: Uncle Tom, slaves were tourists. Uncle Tom. (laughs) Uncle Tom. Tom, (laughs) Tom, (laughs) Slaves were tourists.
3: Slaves were (laughs) immigrants. (laughs) Coming over on the boat, making this world a better place. Obamacare is worse than slavery. (laughs) Uncle Tom said. I'm an Uncle Tom on the worst (laughs) thing since slavery. Obamacare is really, I think, the worst thing that has happened in this nation since slavery. I've never been with before. (laughs) Never <laughs> All right, we did it again. <laughs> yes. We did it again. Our mixtape. Kush money. It's happening. Kush money. Our mixtape's coming out real it soon. Is. It's We're coming hot. Hey, it's dirty hot dirty pea and the sheriff coming at ya. Yeah. Coming with at a ya. Funka. Some magic. From the trump. Women. Women who, women who work. Women who does it work? She doesn't work. Some work advice, no matter what your age, your background, your education, or your success. We all are granted 168 hours a week. Hours a week. That's math. That's math. math. That's a 24-hour day time 7, which equals 168 hours a week. When do you sleep? I got a nanny. When do you sleep? She's got a nanny and a child on. Oh. How do you build a world-class team? First, you have to find the right people. Awesome. Thank you, Captain. Captain Obvious, Obvious, Captain Obvious to fuck a online device. Don't gossip, don't gossip, gossip about women who work. Trump card, get the Trump card, don't buy her first either because she already has too much money. Too much money, don't buy the book to burn it Go to the library and burn Burn it from there There. Burn it it all down We often don't realize that while we're waiting for our lives to begin They have already And they're made up of all the decisions we make Big and small, conscious or not Thank you Captain Obvious Women who work. work Women who work Women who I am that nanny and I wish I could make enough as her nanny She probably pays $38 an hour to a service That's a lot of money Maybe, maybe she doesn't pay a service and it's just another Slovenian girl hanging out in her house Women and Work. Women who work, women who work Success is a team sport, success is a team sport Ivanka Trump, captain of VS, Cotin. So much, you can learn so much from the perspective of others And it literally
2: costs you nothing